everybody. Hi, hello. How is everyone? Happy Monday. Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Hi, everybody. Um, it's 10 o'clock. Just aired. I haven't watched The Last Resort yet, but we're going to cover um, The Other Way. Episode 18. Oh, Dee Dee's here first. Okay. Hey, everybody. What's up, Aiden? Dee Dee. I accepted you twice. I don't know where you at. Where you at? Where you at? Hey. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. So we're in episode 18 tonight. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, there's Carl. <laughs> yeah, we're 18. Episodes and next week's not the finale. I don't know how many we got. I think it's probably double though because it's only an hour instead of two hours. So we're probably looking at like twenty something episodes. Hey. hey, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. Doing so eighteenth good. episode tonight, right? I know. This is the longest season ever. I know, and I feel like nothing is happening. Like. Um, Holly and Wayne came back tonight and for like less than five seconds and yeah. nothing in their storyline changed. Like they could have cut that whole scene of Wayne going to work and leaving Holly at home and her complaining that she's scared and lonely because we, this was what she said before she left to go to South Africa. And I was just like, I really feel like this season is not bringing us anything, right? Like, do you feel like that? Like we're not getting anything there, yeah. especially holly and wayne's storyline it could have just been completely cut out the whole season we could have just done without the whole thing yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm tired of seeing two high people on tv all the time yeah <laughs> i know right what the hell it was yeah it was it's something so uh wait so i want to talk about um the wedding celebration for tj and kimberly because we're three episodes worth of wedding that was so it's their their scene was also lame well like, yeah we we saw the aftermath of their 20 hour celebration and then apparently they stayed up all night and then there's like all this stuff they had to do and then she went like to bed <laughs> well yeah and then she went to bed and then next week we do know that she's gonna wake up from that nap and they're gonna let her in the kitchen how do you guys feel the fact that she wasn't even allowed in the kitchen until she was married i feel like that's so wait how do you feel i wouldn't want her in my kitchen nope she hey no but what if nope. she just wanted to like go in there and make something to eat like they were like she's not allowed to step foot in the kitchen like she wasn't even like part of the family like they treated her like she was a stranger they were like she's not even allowed to step foot that's kind of harsh, right? I feel like it was really harsh because I wake up sometimes at three in the morning and I go in the kitchen and I grab like a snack. Like can you, I can imagine living in a house and I'm not allowed in the kitchen. Like it's just, I'm not on that level yet. It's crazy to me. No. Yeah. No, no, no. She would not be, uh, uh, no. Yeah. Well, her parents left the day of the wedding, which I thought was interesting. I, I didn't think that they were going to leave so quickly. You know, like the day, literally they got married at 4 a.m. And then that next afternoon, her parents were leaving to go back to the U.S. And it's almost like they were like, yeah, let's just head on out before <laughs> she turns this into a more chaotic situation. Yep. Like, you know how when somebody starts a fire and then they quickly run before the fire spreads? Like, I felt like that's, they were like, well, she's his problem now. So we're going to hop back on the plane and go back home so we don't have to deal with whatever BS she starts in these people's house. Because she was just yeah. like, I'm just nervous. She's like, I'm just nervous about how living with his family is going to be. And I was like, well, that's your fault. You made a really bad impression. You treated them like trash. And now your parents are leaving because she's like, I'm going to be all alone. I'm like, you should have thought about that when you were treating them the way that you were treating them. You made them feel that you had no respect for them and now your family's hopping back on the plane and leaving you and now it's just you and them and you're outnumbered you know but she didn't think about that when she was yelling at them and being disrespectful and calling her brother or calling yosh 
all types of names and being like completely irresponsible with her words. I like to call it speaking recklessly. She's speaking really recklessly to the family. And now I feel like it's only the family's duty to treat her the way that she treated them, right? I feel like that's yeah. what they should do. Like they shouldn't go out of their way to be accommodating to somebody who wouldn't go out of their way to be respectful, right? Yeah, exactly. I do like how he waited till after they were married to tell her, but also waited until she was too tired to understand English. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, oh yeah, well you need to go in the kitchen and cook and then you need to find the ring. And then, and she was just like, just leave me alone so I can sleep. And that, that's a good way to get the bad news out because she had no fight in her. She yeah. had nothing left. Like she was literally running on, on film. So she, whatever he said to her, she was just gonna roll over and go back to sleep. Yeah. He's smart, you yeah. know, because if he would have caught her rejuvenated in the morning and told her that she would have snapped. But he yeah. got her at the right time. So she's gonna wake up thinking everything is fine and she's gonna have to go now. I guess she has to cook something sweet and then they're gonna hide the ring. I wouldn't eat anything she cooks. So, well, no. can she cook? Can she cook? I know. I wouldn't even drink anything that she fixed to drink. I mean, I, not even a, a glass of water out of the faucet. I wouldn't drink it. I, I know that she can cook because she posts her cooking videos on Instagram all the time. So she but, can cook. Okay. Yeah, but I wouldn't eat anything that she cooks. I wouldn't trust her. Well, it's weird because when we watched Submit's mom, when she was dealing with Jenny, she would come over and try to teach Jenny like how to cook, how to clean. It's like the, their, their mom is just gonna let her go in the kitchen and try to figure it out. And I was like, I feel like the mom should like be in there and the sister should be in there and try to guide her because yeah. she doesn't really know what's going on. They, they basically let her live her life and do what she wanted. And now that she's married, they want her to wake up and be an Indian wife overnight. And I feel like that's gonna take time. Yeah. And you know, especially dealing with her, it's gonna take a decade at yeah. least because how can you convince somebody like that to do something for someone else, right? Like, how can you convince Kimberly to do something that doesn't please Kimberly? I, like, that would take a whole decade in itself. Like, they should have started in 2010, working on getting her to be an Indian wife. Like, I feel like it's never gonna happen. Well, we know it's never gonna happen because we know where she's at. Yeah. We know that she's not there. She's not cooking for nobody. She's not being a live-in maid, you know, because that's basically what the situation is. She has to be there to cook, clean, and take care of the men of the house. and. We've met her. We know that. Couldn't use garlic. Yeah. Well, right. She... That's probably why she left TJ because she couldn't cook with garlic. Yes. <laughs> well, that that and she probably couldn't cook and be a servant to his family. Yeah. I can't imagine. Can you imagine Kimberly like serving people oh. and and doing things for people, doing anything that doesn't involve Kimberly? I just no. don't see that. So like cooking for his mom, cleaning for his mom, doing their laundry. I just don't see it. Like I really don't. And yeah. the fact that he thought that she was going to be able to do that, shame on TJ, right? Yeah. Like shame on TJ. You should know who you're getting in bed with. And he should have known that Kimberly was never going to adapt and adjust to that lifestyle because he's met her. We met her on the show. Like we can see within 10 minutes of knowing her, you can tell she's not a selfless person. Everything yeah. is about her. Every actions that she take are about her. It's going to benefit her in some way. And being an Indian wife, you have to be a selfless person. Your life becomes part of the family. Everyone in that house, you, you are taken care of. And I don't think that she's capable of being that type of human being. Like, yeah. I don't think that she would ever dedicate her life to other people. No. Also, can we take a minute to be pissed off about the fact that they showed us like eight episodes ago that she's going to have this screaming tantrum and we have yet to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I We're was still waiting not for it next week neither. It didn't even say, it didn't even show us anything about that screen. I know. I feel like, like this, this season isn't going to end until December 2025. This is the <laughs> longest. <laughs> it is. I feel like nothing. Well, okay. So I'm going to be 100% honest with you. When this episode went off, I like was over and going over it in my head what I was going to talk about and I was like I don't feel like I have anything to talk yeah. about I feel like the whole episode was a complete waste of time literally yep. nothing happened yep. on the whole episode I was like what a waste of 40 minutes yep. right like they could have easily cut everything in this episode out and just move forward right I agree I don't yeah. know I feel like this I know they cut it down from two hours to one hour but I still feel like there's still just a bunch of BS footage that, that they just didn't have anything. They didn't yeah. have anything to work with. And I just, I'm wondering when is it going to end? Because I was hoping tonight, 
Don't judge me. But I was hoping tonight when it ended, they were going to say next week on the finale. Me but that's, too. I was really hoping. I was like, it, maybe it's over. Maybe we can close this chapter and move on. We have quite a bit of stuff to see. So we know that we know the finale is not. Like, it, <laughs> it's not even early. We have been suffering through this season already for 18 weeks. 18 weeks. You're right. You're right. And then that's there's a tell-all, so that's two more weeks. Then there's probably at least two or three more episodes. We're talking like another six weeks yeah. of torture. Yeah. Of Danielle and Johan and Mary and what's his name? Brandon. Like, we're being tortured, and I'm trying to figure out what we did to deserve yeah. it. Because I don't feel like I wronged anyone specifically. Season, honestly. I mean, this is the worst. I think this is the worst season so far. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really boring. I mean, there was nothing really to even get excited about. So, nope. It's funny because the other way used to be my favorite. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We're still waiting on uh, Johan taking the dog. Okay. So, let's talk about this $40, right? So, Dan <laughs> Danielle. I, we all know how I feel about Danielle already. Yes. But tonight, just, uh, I, I'm looking at her in different light today. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't think it would get much darker, but she's just an evil human. And watching her tonight, I I don't know how the hell I'm just I'm so mad. I'm just so mad. This it where he's paying rent and the electricity, and all that ever comes out of her mouth is I'm paying this, I'm paying that, I'm I'm I'm. Bitch, go home. <laughs> like I'm done. Cut that shit off your head. Go home. Like, just get off my TV. So, Johan has a job. Yeah. That, that was that was interesting because I was like, well, As hell a, is frozen over. Doctor. Right. I was like, I'm sorry. hell is frozen over. If Johan knocked on my door and I didn't know who he was, I would probably shit pants. What? That's a bad I mean, he's like an eight foot tall, really big guy. I mean, that's probably the best job. I would say like a security guard or a, a collector of debt, right? Yeah. They collect, they clearly collect debt differently in the DR because nobody ever knocks on your door for debt in the US, but they clearly go about things differently. And I feel like this is a good job for him. I feel like Johan is probably not, if you get to know him, you wouldn't find him very intimidating. Yeah. But at first glance, if an eight foot tall giant knocks on your door yeah. and say, hey, you owe, you owe money, you're probably gonna reach in your wallet and try to pay something to get rid of this crazy person at your door. That, I, that, I would. I carry, so I probably wouldn't reach in my pocket for money. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. I see. Okay. I mean, you got to protect yourself, right? So he's working, and he said that he took money out of her account for food. Um, and he said that there was no food in the house. I don't believe that, but whatever. But yeah. he he was spending $160 is my total that I got. $160 of Danielle's money. So can we talk about Danielle's money? Does Danielle have her own money because they're married? Does she have her own money? Is that is that allowed? I mean, there wasn't no prenup then, though. That's yeah. his money, too. Yeah. Right. That's how I felt, too, because she was like, well, this is my money. And I was like, well, it's not really your money because if you have money that you're hiding from him and that's your husband, that's a whole therapy session, a couple's therapy session y'all need to have and discuss yep. because you don't get to have your money. And then when he's broke, he's broke. But when you're broke, you're not really broke. You have money. That's not how marriage works. And if also, you think that's how- It wasn't the first time. There was four different times. I'm sorry, but I would notice. I, I don't know about you guys, but I check my bank account often. Oh, yeah. Because I've ha I've had people take money from me that wasn't like not anybody I know, but I've had people, you know, hack me. It was some Zell bullshit, and it was four hundred and twenty bucks, and I caught it immediately, and I went and I disputed it. If I went on there and there was twenty dollars missing, I'm gonna start questioning. Yeah. But four times in a row, you're not even paying attention. It that it should have cost you another hundred dollars just for not paying attention, you dumbass. I Sorry, I don't love her. I, I'm aware. I'm aware that you do not love her, and this episode didn't really. I don't like Danielle neither. Everything that Johan is doing to her, she deserves at times. Tim. So, Johan, she told Johan to get out of her house, and that rubbed me the wrong way because Johan. Yeah, I was gonna say he hasn't always helped, but he is paying rent. He's still your husband. It's still half his. Well, right. She's like, well, I'm sick of you. Get out of my house. I don't want you here. You need to find a new wife. And I'm thinking like, 
Oh yeah, Mark. <laughs> a lot of people don't like her. I don't know if you guys were aware of the the situation going on on Instagram. There's like a um a Scott Danielle situation going on on Instagram where all right, so let's just real quick before we get too off topic. So Danielle and Jen and Gabe went to Pride Week here in Orlando like a week ago, right? Like uh -huh. a week. And Jen invited Scott. Okay. Uh -huh. And Scott was, he drove there. He's not from Orlando. He's a couple hours away. He drove there. And then Jen found out when she landed in Orlando that Scott and Danielle don't get along. And so she called to disinvite him saying, hey, you can't be here. And then all type of hell for what's broken loose. I don't know if you've been watching the Instagram lives and the stories, but people's phone numbers have been posted. The police have been putting involved and a lot of people are picking sides because a lot of people are really mad at Danielle because during her live, that's when someone doxed Scott. She didn't do it, but someone in her live did it. And now there's all this stuff. So now that we're talking about her, I think a lot of people are going to say, oh, that that Danielle doesn't get along with someone. How surprising, right? Like a lot of people are going to say that's I watched her whole life and it was disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting. The shit she was saying about Scott, I don't care if you like him, if you don't like him, whatever. The shit she said was uncalled for about anybody. And she did a whole, she made the entire life about him. Yeah. Captioned with him. She was so out of line, it was ridiculous. His phone number was getting posted in the comments. Mm. That is ridiculous. She set it up. Yeah. She set all of it up. So anything she gets, that girl's got it coming to her. Well, I saw, I didn't see the live, but I've seen parts of it. And she made some pretty extreme allegations yep. about him, which he has said are not even true. So I know that the, there's legal stuff going on. There might actually be consequences and recourses for this because you can't do that. You can't go online and dock someone and post their personal information and lie about yep. them. And and these are this is very like in the job that he does like he works in the medical field it, it takes one of those um you know like when you get your background check done there's like fingerprinting the fbi like it's a yeah. pretty intense Very. um process so to say that someone has something going on that would keep them from yeah. doing the profession that they have that's a very very strong accusation yep so i was just shocked and i don't know what's going to happen i know scott went live afterwards he said he didn't want to talk about it but i know the police were at his house so i don't know what's going on with that but yeah so we might be seeing in the vlogs at some point soon some legal go stuff going on between those so if you didn't know about it i know a lot of people didn't know about it so if you didn't know about it it's happening i didn't know about it till today but oh man it's going on there's like a lot of drama and it's funny because neither of these None of the drama is from what's going on on the show right now. Like it's all literally right. It's all like Danielle weren't even on the same show, let alone the same seasons. None of that. She's just she, she's out of control. Yeah, she's uh, yeah. This is completely well, out of control. They even tries to get along with Danielle or be friends with Danielle. They psycho. Something's wrong with them. Oh. Like she's well, not. Mm -mm. She was in Orlando and she did have some friends with her so yep. I'll say that she does yep. have some supporters I, I hope that they really are you know maybe she's taking care of them financially too so but be <laughs> that's true that's true that's true so Johan said that he would go back to his parents house if he she gave him all of his money back or whatever and then he was like you know what since this is my house why don't you leave and I was like, I kind of agree. Like, yeah. if you feel like you can't be around him, why does he have to leave? Like, yeah. why does he have to go back to his home with his mother? Why don't you leave? Why don't you go at your own place? If you're sick of him, you're sick of paying for everything, you're sick of being his support system, whatever, then you go. Like, I really if did. I, him, I would have, I would have retaliated with get out of my country. Because, yeah. Know, that's, that's, I know. Yeah. I was that she was gonna that she was i'm thinking about going back to new york i was like well go yeah like go don't let the door hit you or the good lord split you <laughs> get out <laughs> well uh, I, I tweeted this earlier i was like if we would have known 160 dollars was all it took to get her off of our television we would have made this happen so much faster right like 
We would have just paid the hacker to be like, hey, just grab $160. Yep. And it'll be done and over with. We would never, it would have saved us years, right? Like years. Yeah. Like, the very first time she even went on 90 day, we would have been like, here's $160. Right. This is, I'm going to get rid of her. <laughs> would have made so much more. Let's, we'll all do 160. Hell, I'll throw in 200. Get her off. This is, <laughs> this has been the longest breakup too, because if you remember, they, they broke up. Well, he he said they were divorcing on the last tell-all from the last yeah. show they were on. And then they popped back up together again because, you know, money is involved. And now they've been trying to break up this season. And it's like, can we just, can we just be done? Yeah. At this point, they're done. They've been done since last season that they were on. Clearly, he said he wanted a divorce right then and there. So the fact that we're being put through this, it's just crazy. And yeah, she enjoys emasculating him. He even said, he's like, you're going to humiliate me over $40. Yeah. Cuz he knew the cameras were there. He knew how this was going to look and it's like she she knew that and that's what she wanted. Yeah. And it's it's she's never going to look at him as an equal. And I think right. that's he that's took 40 why 40 bucks for food for crying out loud. If that's if that's what he did, then so be it. So what if he wanted to get fast food? I don't know what they have over there. Let's say he got fast food. Let's say he spent the whole 40 bucks on fast food. He wasn't getting a hooker. He wasn't getting a stripper. He wasn't, none of that shit. He was just eating while you were gone at your stupid bullshit retreat. Like, yeah. leave the man alone. Or, yeah, I mean, the Cara, he had 20 pounds of rice he could have ate. That's oh now. I forgot, I forgot he could have ate his frozen meat and his 20 pounds of rice. <laughs> yeah, she did say that at, at all times, at all times, there's 20 pounds of rice <laughs> Yep. So you can't say there's no food there. That reminds me of when I was younger, when I was sick, yeah. my mom, there's no food here. She's like, look at all that food. And it's like yeah. a loaf of bread, some eggs. <laughs> like it was no food, right? There was no food. She's just telling me that to shut me up. There was literally no food. It's like, what am I, I can't make anything with that. Right? Like, what am I going to do with that? Yeah, also, TJ says my husband doesn't even know what comes or goes out of our account. See, and I think that's a, well, I'm going to stop myself. I was going to say I think that's a problem. But if you fully trust each other and you know who you're married to, that's not a problem. My husband, if you know who you're. My husband, he has no idea what goes or go, If you asked him what's in there right now, he'd be like, I don't know. I have but no it's her. because your relationship is built on trust yeah. and you he knows you're not going to go to the mall and buy a $6,000 purse without right. telling him. Right. And I think I think I was going to answer that differently. But I think when you know who you're married to and you trust them and you both are on the same page with your finances and your life choices and decisions, you don't really need to check on each other. Yeah. But in that marriage, she has to check on him because he doesn't trust her and she sure as hell doesn't trust him. Yeah. And that's the issue. Because, Didi, how do you feel when you have money and you, you're you with your spouse? Do you, when he comes home with a bunch of bags or vice versa, do y'all check each other's bags? No. No. There, there's no point because, you know, he's not going to go and buy something really, really expensive and not tell you. Yeah, exactly. Like, and if he did, I mean, he did, he contributes. So, well, whatever. I, I mean, yeah. And again, I think a lot of people are like, that's asking for permission. It's not asking for permission. It's it's telling someone so they're aware. Yeah. There's a difference. Like you don't come home. It's it's called respect, is what yep. it is. Right. Exactly. And I think that Danielle has never shown an ounce of respect to Johan, so he's returning the favor. Yeah. Like he doesn't what feel like he needs made though in the middle of that argument. Well, when she's talking to the cameras, I would do anything to save my marriage, but I'm just at a loss. You wouldn't do anything to save your marriage. You can't shut your damn mouth for two minutes to even give him a chance. You wouldn't do shit. Shut up. Well, she said that, and then right afterward, I was like, "Well, you're you're risking it all over forty dollars right now." Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know anyone who truly loves someone who would risk it all over forty dollars. Yep. Forty dollars isn't even an argument. Like yep. in the grand scheme of life and how bad things can go wrong, if he spent forty dollars, get over. Yeah. It. Like honestly. That's not even like, I probably spend more on coffee. Yep. Like, that's crazy to me that she was willing to throw away everything. Yep. Because she's like, well, it's 
not about the money. He lied to me. Yeah. And I was like, you know, you lied to him when you said y'all were going to move to New York and he was going to get a green card and go to America. It's like, so y'all are doing the same things to each other, but your consequences, want, you want yours to be harsher than what yeah. he can hold you to. And it's like, he doesn't have to ask you for permission. If he's out at work and you're out of town and he's working and he's hungry, he doesn't have to ask you permission to use money out of, I don't know, your account. But you're married. Yep. He doesn't have to ask you permission. And if you actually trusted each other and respected each other, she doesn't respect him. She looks at him as a child. And yeah. a child would need to ask for permission to do something. And that's how she treats him. She's like, well, you're this child. And if I say you could do it, you could do it. If I say you can't, you can't. That is not a marriage. Yep. I agree. They're, I can't wait for him to be able to get away from this. And take the dog. And take, take the, the dog. Dog. And her let that dog be I'm safe. Ready, I am ready for that episode. I'm ready for um, Kimberly to act stupid and for Johan to take the dog. That'll be the most <laughs> entertaining this whole season. And I it was Christmas. Know. It was Christmas <laughs> on that episode, so I wonder if we're going to see it around Christmas. It'll be our Christmas present. Yeah. They'll be breaking up and they'll be done on our TVs and it's like Merry Christmas to us from TLC, right? Like that was our present from TLC. They're getting them off the TV. No offense to Johan. Like I feel like he was kind of dragged into this. I don't like dislike him, but like them as a, a unit, I can't. I just can't. Yeah. If he wants to go date somebody else and go on a single like whatever, do what you want. Yeah. But like them together, I I can't take another 15 seconds. I yeah. really can't. Hey. I hope when he leaves, he takes her top ramen hair and says he paid for it. And he <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who in the world told her that, that her hair looks good like that. Whoever told her that lied to her. Yeah, their pants are on fire here, big time. <laughs> She's been sporting it for a while. Yeah. She's been sporting, yeah. sporting it for a while. And yep, good long. for her. Okay, so Brandon, wait, are we done with them? Oh, yeah. We're done with them, right? Okay. Well, we've been done with them for we've been a while. Done. So Brandon's mom has arrived in, where are they at? The Philippines? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Philippines. And she's actually pleasantly surprised because she was under the impression they were going to live in like a shack. This is a real house. It has a roof. It has windows. It has doors. It has walls. She was a little um, taken back at how nice it was. And I was like, that's your son's money. Yeah. That's your son's money right there. I was like, somebody needs to inform her. That's your son's money. Good for him. But there's bugs in the house okay so i want to get everybody's like tolerance level for bugs okay so here in florida when you go outside if you open your mouth a bug might fly in your mouth so like my tolerance level for bugs is like zero so like when i go outside i normally do like this and i like like just they're just everywhere and then there's like lizards everywhere and there's frogs and then when it rains there's like bugs i can't identify my tolerance level is zero so like how do you how do you feel about his mom's reaction to the bugs? Was that normal? Really dramatic. Over if dramatic. I any bug, whatever. A spider, different story. I'm out if it's a spider. Only two things in the world I've ever been scared of. That's my mama and spiders. <laughs> <laughs> really? See, I I really really hate spiders. Like I so. If I think that there's a spider, hey, Miss Presidente, um, if there's a spider anywhere, like, I'll, okay, I'm gonna tell you all this story back when I was younger. So I lived, I grew up in Louisiana and we had really big bugs, right? Like, so I don't know if like y'all know what a cockroach is, but like in Louisiana, a cockroach was like this big and it could fly. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So it was so, yes. So I remember um, I was in my bed sleeping and I felt something crawling on me. And it was dark, so to make it worse. And I jump up, I turn on the light, I move the blanket, and there's like this massive spider. So then I couldn't sleep in that bed for like weeks because I was just terrified that there was gonna be another spider crawling on me. So when you said that, I was like, you know what? I kind of feel the same way. If I feel like there could be a spider, and even though I knew that that spider was dead because it was killed and it wasn't there, and it was rare that it could, I don't even know how it got there. I still couldn't sleep in that bed for like weeks because I just assumed there was going to be a spider there. So I know that she was acting extra, but still the size of those bugs in the Philippines, I was having flashbacks of where I grew up in Louisiana. They were just so massive. And like the roaches could fly and they weren't scared of you. Like it was yeah. just, I don't know. I get when it. I was in Louisiana. I in my bathroom and it was the biggest spider I've ever seen. I said it was a tarantula and my husband thinks I'm being dramatic. <laughs> 
it was in there. I went and got him in a panic to go kill it, to get it out of there. By the time he got in there, it was gone and never mm. to be seen again. I didn't use the bath, my master bathroom. I did not use that bathroom for a week. I mean, yeah, because you don't know where it's going to pop out at. Yeah. It, uh, I, if it's yeah. alive, so, I mean, I've been around like scorpions. Like in Mexico, we had to watch out for the um, scorpions. Yeah. The black ones is the most, like, the black ones are like really, really, really poisonous. So are um, one bit me. One bit me on the leg and it fell over dead. Yeah. Didn't even bother me. We have scorpions here. I, it, they're whatever. <laughs> we have snakes here. They're whatever. Like I, bugs don't bother me. Snakes yeah. don't bother me. Yeah, we have to be like, what do you call that stuff? What do you call that stuff in English? It's like a, I don't know. It's like um, some kind of powder like stuff where it stinks really bad. But we would have to like put it on top of the house and inside the rooms and around to try to keep the scorpions out of the house. I don't even know and what that is. I don't even know what that is. I I'm glad yeah. that I don't though because we didn't have. I saw scorpions in Louisiana growing up, but it was more so like bugs, like spiders and roaches. And it was just hot all the time. And then it would rain and then we'd have hurricanes and then like they would wash, everything would wash up. And then things you never would see, you would see them because of the water being so high. Yeah. I just remember, I remember scorpions, but not like inside. Like I would see yeah. them around. Oh yeah, scorpions. Snakes, all that stuff. Like they had, we had like, um, like sand fleas, really bad. Um, yeah, is mm. it was bad in Mexico. That, I, I mean, stuff like that don't bother me. I just don't do spiders. I just don't do spiders. I'm just I don't kidding. know if I could do the Philippines because Brandon was like, you just have to be one with the bugs. You just have to. Know Did you see the size of the spider he killed with his shoe, though? Yeah. I mean, that was gigantic. That was enough. <laughs> Uh, to make me good. leave that yeah that was enough to make me leave that house and never go back that was a tarantula like, well, no tarantulas no. are hairier no, and thicker that was a tarantula in my opinion that was a tarantula <laughs> it was tarantula. big enough to be one but it's not it like a tarantula it looked like a black widow to me yeah it wasn't a tarantula if i saw a tarantula in my house i would just have the whole house leveled and start over like <laughs> See, honestly my like tear it down my boss has pet tarantulas. I will not even go to her house because of it. I will not open her iPad. If she needs me to post something for her, I will not. I, I'm just like, nope. You, her screensaver is her freaking spiders. Every time I turn around, she's got her spiders. It stresses me out. Why? Why? What is an infatuation with that? She like, them. She loves them. She says they're so cute. Are they? They are not. Absolutely. They are not. Yeah, not. They are. They bite you anyway. When they bite you, depending on what kind of bite you, you can get sick. Nope. I can't. I'm good. So, we found that Mary was under the impression that she did attempt to hug Brandon's mom when she got there. She was standing there with her arms crossed. Arms crossed. Yeah. So I tweeted it out. It was a meme, and it was a picture of a guy saying, "When." I was like, well, yeah. when, when exactly did you attempt to, she's, she got out of the little truck to, well, not truck, the bike thingy. He said, hi, you said, hi. She looked at you stupid. You looked at her stupid back. Your arms were like this. Her arms were like, like when? I was like, don't lie. You yeah. didn't try to hug her because you probably felt like she would have smacked you. Yeah. Like, just be honest. Just be honest. And it's, they're like arguing. Brandon's like, well, you're not really trying. And I'm like, well, you should be the one trying to encourage your mom because your mom is the one who is like yelling at her through the phone, like for the whole relationship. Like we yep. watched them sitting at the table and the mom's like, well, I just don't like her and she's controlling it. And I was like, the relationship is never gonna be there unless Brandon takes the initiative to build it. Because if you leave it up to these two ladies, they're just gonna fight each other, right? Yep. That's exactly what's gonna happen. They're gonna fight, and that can't happen. Brandon's Mary's pregnant. Mama needs a whoop her tail. Like, yep. no, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. No fighting. No fighting. After she pops Puddin's baby out. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I was. I'll call that a pudding pop. She needs to go back and whoop her tail. I was very <laughs> disappointed because I was expecting chaos 
Um, I wanted to see the mom act the way that we're used to her acting. And she was very tame and almost respectful, which I was like, that's not fair at all. We earn, we earn more than this, right? Like, I feel like we're, I believe we're it's 18. Yeah, that because the grandparents was there. Well, we're, yeah. we're 18 episodes in. We, we earned something, yeah. right? Like, give us something at this point. I was like, say something rude and disrespectful and start up, stir something. I was looking at the pot and I was like, just grab the spoon and start stirring, please, because we need something in this episode. We need something. Throw throw something in that pot and turn the turn the burner on and start spurring. Like I need more. And yeah. I felt like we didn't get it. Like she got there, she was almost respectful and um polite, which seemed really out of character and for me. Cause I was like how they've got a monkey hanging in their back porch <laughs> being abused. Right? Like, come on now. All right, so what did I say? Oh yeah, Brandon said that his mom has high standards. Did you catch that? Yep. Um, and I didn't want to sound rude, but I oh, did tweet. I said, says the lady who spent most of her life in jail and in rehab. Yep. And then I, I immediately felt bad for tweeting it, but I was like, but how, come on now. Like, I did not. I did <laughs> not feel thinking it or for saying it. Right, I was like, come on now. Those are high, like, there's standards and then there's Brandon's mom. Like, come on now. Like, yeah let's just be realistic she is not the poster child so high that you let your kids get taken away that's how high right. standards. she's not the poster child for standards no. okay like let's just be real she she definitely set a low standard she might be trying to raise the bar but we you know once you set the bar really low it, it takes a really long time to bench press that bar up you know like it's yeah. gonna take some time and i'm hoping that she does stand up for Brandon because I do feel like they've taken full advantage of him since yeah. he's been there. And I feel like nobody is going to stand up for him except her. Yeah. And I don't know. She might not. You know what? At this point, she might not. But I feel like somebody does need to stand up for him because they've taken full advantage of him. And I have like a little bit of sympathy for him because I feel like yeah. he just wants the life he was never allowed to have. He wants yeah. to be loved, he wants to love someone, he wants a family, and he wants a normal life. And I feel like he will accept anything to get that, even if it's this situation. And I feel like that's her fault, so she needs to be the one to defend him. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Oh, what do you think? I think Is they all suck as hell and they all need help, to be honest with you. I agree on that. Yes. I don't disagree with you. I feel like, but her be... going walking, but for him to say that that she has high standards, high standards for what? That's, yeah. I mean, that's a really, it's a really poor country. So you're gonna go to a, a a poor country and have high standards? Well, doesn't she live in a group home? Yeah. Yes. Halfway. Yeah. That's like, so it's like you can't. That's like going to. You you neglected you neglected your children you neglected your children to go and stay high on drugs and you're gonna say you have high standards seriously yes oh yeah it's like going yeah, to a I really felt the nicest tent and you're mad because your standards are so high that he didn't have the down sleeping bag that's bullshit. She's got no right to judge that. That's a very nice place. A very nice place, especially over there. A very nice place that her son spent money on. It, she's just she's yeah. a terrible person. I think, yeah, I don't disagree. I feel like she should be over there and she should be making up for lost time, right? Like yeah. making up for the things that she should have been doing when he needed her the most. And if that means making a good relationship with Mary, which I know is difficult, but if that's what her, that's what would make her son happy, I feel like she owes him that because there's a lot that he missed out on as a child and she should, she should try to do whatever she can to make him happy because there, let's just be honest, there's a lot of things that she didn't do for him growing up. So if yeah. she could go over there and pretend to like her, that would be something Thing that would be favorable to me in my opinion to giving him what he sh what he deserves even you know as a parent we're always taught like look your children are gonna want things that you don't agree with that you want better for them or you want them to change their mind supporting them 
and wanting better are two different things. Because some people are like, well, I think that you can do better, so I'm not going to support what you're doing. Or yeah. you could support them and keep tell them to keep pushing so they can continue building their confidence so they would know as they get farther and farther into life what they're capable of. Absolutely. I think that a lot of parents are like, oh, well, if I don't like what you're doing, I'm just going to disagree and not support you at all. And I hate that because it's like yeah. you're 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 degrading their confidence. You're making them feel like they're not good enough. And then instead of building them up and showing them their worth and showing them what they can do, you're like, oh, well, I don't like what you're doing, so I'm going to disown you. Like, I really hate that type of parenting. Well, at the end of the day, I mean, it's her fault, you know? Yeah. At the end, it, it, it's her fault, so. Yeah. So, Sarper had Shekinah sleeping on that couch for a week and a half. Can we discuss that? Like, she she told him that that bed was disgusting, and she wanted it replaced. And I guess for a whole week and a half, he just had her sleeping on the couch. How, how unacceptable is that? Because for me, I feel like that bed looked like it had an STD of its own. Yeah. Like, I felt like the bed itself had an STD. So the fact that he was like, oh, well, there's nothing wrong with my bed. And for a whole week and a half, he made this woman sleep on the couch. Like, I don't know if there's anything that he could ever do to make me feel like he's not a D-bag. Like, no. everything that he does and says is just so out-of-pocket crazy for me. And, like, he, he has no standard for being a good guy. Like, every even when he's being when, – when he thinks he's being a good guy, he's actually just being a douchebag. Because he's like, yeah. oh, oh, well, I'm going to do something nice for her. I'm going to get her a bed. Like, no, you're getting yourself a bed because the one you have has an STD. Yeah. You're not doing anything for her, right? Like, you should have done this for yourself. Like, don't try to make it pass off you upgrading your bed because it's nasty as a gift for her. Yeah. And every, you know, and also, time that, every time they talk, every single time they talk, is all they do is talk about sex, weighing her, or eating freaking um, raw meat. Oh, we lost uh oh. Let me see if we can get Cara back. But yeah, and what was that comment at the at the furniture store, the master store, where he was like, "How many times did you orgasm on the couch?" Like he was trying to pat himself on the back. Yeah, oh, there you are. we got you back. He, was, he said that he counts. He counts every time she orgasms that she is a an excessive or um she I can't remember exactly what he said how he worded it but in other words that she orgasms numerous times yeah but he said it like there was something wrong with her i know like i don't think that that doesn't make it there that doesn't make anything wrong with her i mean some she's people a queen or something well, right, like that right, well know. he said like uh i think he said the b word everything is the b word with him like he doesn't know any enduring terms everything is the b word like he every time even when he's trying to be nice he says something super insulting. I thought if a man made the woman happy, I mean, I thought that's a good thing. <laughs> well, know? right. I mean, most women will tell you they wish, right? They wish that they know what that's like. So if that's happening and he's like making it seem like she's a problem or whatever, and I'm like, I, it's hard to read this guy. But oh, her. Um, so Shekinah's sister left. Dang, we left. We lost car again. Cara, rejoin. Um, send me a request. So her sister left, and she still feels the exact same way that she did when she got there. She feels like he's he's not a good guy, and I think that she's not off base. But she kind of said that she's worried that her sister's going to go back to the States and tell her family and her daughter who Sarper really is. And I think, why not? Why why wouldn't they, right? be the truth. I mean, he's a douchebag. She knows he's a douchebag. Oh, Cara's back. She knows he's a douchebag. Back and she's making excuses for him and I, I feel like as long as she is willing to make excuses for him and his behavior she's always going to end up in these type of relationships and situations it's always going to be the same Sorry. thing oh there you are what? i'm i'm having some weather here oh well that's what it is i was like where did you go i'm having some weather so we're talking about sarper and Shikana. And and we're talking about this bed situation. So I want to get your opinion. He made Shekinah sleep on the couch for a week and a half before he went and bought another bed. Like, what is your opinion on that? Because I feel like the bed should have been replaced before she got there. Yeah, I think the couch has an STD too. 
Yes, yes, I agree with you. That, yeah, that just thinking about yeah, it. Whole, like, it's just apartment, the whole apartment has got diseases. The one thing, they're so, I guess the word would be superficial. First mm -hmm. thing she thinks of when they walk into this bed store is Are there any colors you don't like? I'm sorry, the last time I bought a new bed, I didn't give a shit what color it was. I needed to know if it was comfortable. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Doesn't the color, really color yeah, you're right. The color, you just buy the blankets and the sheets to go with the color yeah. that you want. The, the mattress itself and the, the what's holding it, that's really important. Yeah. And and I need my yeah. beds to be really high off the ground. Me too. <laughs> yeah, like my for bed's... me, my bed has to be really high off the ground. Me like too. I can't be like close to the floor. Because, yep. okay, so when I was a kid, I, grew, I had a bunk bed and I slept on the top bunk. Basically, I could like, if I hit, Went up too high, would hit my head on the ceiling. So I just like being up. And a lot of people are like, oh, your bed's too high. You fall out of the bed, you're going to die. But it's, I just, I need my bed to be really high up. So I was yeah. like, I don't get the color scheme. But he's like, I didn't like how he was trying to pass the bed off. He's like, well, I'm going to do, you know, give her what she wants and get her a new bed. And that's going to make her happy. And I'm like, don't pass off you upgrading your disgusting bed as a present for her. Yep. Because that's not a present for her. Like, you should have done this already. Like, if you want to buy her a present, go buy her a purse. Yeah. Okay? Like, don't go to the mattress store and buy a mattress and be like, here you go. Look what I bought you. No. You're, you have a woman, a mother, the person that you say you want to marry, sleeping on a couch. Yeah. And then you're going to try and play it off like you bought her a mattress as a present. You know, you buy her a mattress because that's the right thing to do as a, a good guy. But he wouldn't know the difference because every time he even discusses being any type of guy, he's a shitty guy. He's a shitty guy, right? Yeah. Like he doesn't have any manners whatsoever. Every time he opens his mouth, it gets worse and worse. And it's it's hard for me because I want to give Shekinah the benefit of a doubt that there's a real human being in there somewhere okay. with feelings. Okay. So tonight she said something that was like, bingo, there it is. This girl doesn't know what toxic, not being in a toxic relationship is. She said her sister was going to go back and tell the family yeah. that I'm in another, yet another toxic yeah. relationship, which means all of them have been toxic. So she doesn't know what a healthy relationship is. She yeah. has no idea. It has to be that. Because the way that he, first of all, when he said to her, I've been with 2,500 women, that was when she would have blocked him out of her yeah. home. Any normal per yeah. person who doesn't yes. want to be with a toxic person yeah. would have said, oh, well, we're never going to talk again because you're disgusting. I right? would like, get a, a new phone because I would be afraid my phone had an STD. <laughs> right? You can catch, right? You can yeah. catch the STD through the yeah. phone. You, you would have to literally replace everything. Right? Yes. And the fact that she doesn't Wait, catch any of the red flags. Would that be called hearing aids? Oh, hearing aids. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I she love knows that. She's in a toxic relationship. She knows that there's like every time he opens his mouth, there's red flags flying everywhere. So, I mean, he's so full of BS that every time he opens his mouth, it just falls out. So my question is, does she enjoy toxic relationships? Yeah. Apparently so. Do you think deep down... She likes being mistreated. She likes being in these type of relationships. Yeah, because that's all she knows. She's so worried about him making this damn social media post yeah. that she's losing sleep over it. Like, who gives a shit about mm -hmm. social media? I'm embarrassed to be with somebody like that, to be honest yeah. with you. I mean, you, I can't even, you, you, you can't even walk out your apartment without the next door neighbor knowing you know not yeah. knowing that your next door neighbor was with your man or not yeah you can't walk down the the street i mean who knows you might have 2500 children out there yeah you know yeah. i mean it's it's is no that's just disgusting yeah no. and then he posts the picture and she wants him to post the picture the sister took so he posts the picture to appease her and it's not even the picture the sister took well no nope. he, he he doesn't, he's very weird. Yeah. And I, oh, what else pissed me off even more was her trying to praise him for posting the picture that she had to remind him to post after he lied. 
Yeah. That 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 rubbed me the wrong way too, because she's like, this just shows that he's a he's keeping his word yeah. and he really is a good guy. And I'm like, keeping your word and being a good guy would mean he would have posted it right when your sister took it and handed yeah. him the phone back. Yeah. You're confused. A good guy would have did exactly what he said he was gonna do, exactly when he said he was gonna yep. do it. And not say so when he forgot. That man didn't forget. Don't forget how. I guarantee you he was on his phone the whole time after they left that restaurant, when he went home, when they got back, when he woke up the next day, all the time in the world of post pic, he just didn't want to post it. He wanted to get out of it just like he's gotten out of it this whole time. Yep. He's hiding something. Absolutely. Either he was married to someone, he still is married to someone, there's somebody who hates him. You know, like there's somebody who wants to destroy him. <laughs> yep. Right. If, who knows there might be a woman who's pregnant with one of his kids right now and if she sees him with another woman that might send her over the edge yep. right we don't know what he's actually hiding yep. he won't he won't give us any of that but we know that she just keeps making excuses for him she's like well he really is a good guy and he said he would post it and he didn't i'm like after you reminded him that he didn't yeah like, that doesn't make you a good guy like if someone tells you they're gonna do something like oh i was watching um somebody's story what was her name um Amber from Love and Paradise today, and she was like, my sister was supposed to come pick me up, and nobody picked her up, and she was waiting on an Uber. And I was like, that reminds me of, like, somebody saying they're going to do something, and then they don't do it. Yep. That doesn't make them a good person. Yes. Okay? Like, she kind of is doing the opposite. Like, that makes them a bad person. That makes them a liar. That makes them untrustworthy, and that makes their word mean nothing. And yep. she was like, oh, well, he said he was going to post it, and he did. And I'm like, well, you had to pressure him confront him yeah. and this was like the third or fourth conversation about it then he finally did it and now you want to be like oh i knew he was a good guy i knew he would do it and it's like i think you nailed it i think the definition of a good relationship a healthy relationship she's never experienced yep. and i think this this explains why she keeps ending up this situation because even in her her package in the beginning she said I just always end up in these really toxic, bad situations where I'm never treated right. I'm always lied to, I'm always cheated on. And I don't ever wanna blame anybody for the situation that they're in, but she is the common denominator of choosing these men. Yep. Because all men aren't the same. Yeah. So if you continually choose the same type of man, it's still not your fault that he's a piece of garbage, don't get me wrong, right. but your selection is bringing those type of people into your life. And I, I, I feel bad for her because she does, in her mind, want a different type of man, but she doesn't know what to look for and how to find him. And that's hard. She's too focused on the sex. That's all I, that's all I hear and a, is that- an appearance, an appearance. Yeah, like, um, like they have amazing sex. Well, you can have amazing sex with anybody. If they well, don't know how you like it, then show them, train them. Well, Shoot. yeah, this, <laughs> this comment that TJ made, you know, male escorts probably have amazing sex. Female escorts probably have amazing, that's not a relationship. Yeah. You need something to build your, base your relationship on. Like if good sex is a part of what she's looking for, she's looking for the sex part first and then the personality and, and character traits are coming last. And that's yeah. the issue. You know, there, and I'm not saying that there aren't people who are good at sex, who are, aren't good people or vice versa. You just have to look for good character traits first. Yeah. You know, don't go for the person who looks the best in the pictures or looks the best with their shirt off and then say, let's build something from there. Yeah. You know, because it's the shallow um, selection for her. Like she's always looking for a certain look, a certain demeanor, a certain persona. And, you know, for her, douchebags are her type, yeah. you know? So it is what it is. And it's like, I don't like to blame people for their situation, but her selection of men, because it's been her whole life, right? Her yeah. selection of men have always fell into one category, douchebag. So it's yeah. like, I have to put some blame on her selection. Because it's like the only common denominator in this whole thing, because these are different men, probably from different states, different parts of the world, different ages maybe different nationalities, they have one thing in common, but in order for you to know what they have in common, you'd have to be looking for that. Okay, but also another thing I want to address is we we see it coming up that he's going to ask her about having another kid. Yes. You're already pissed off that she's four pounds over what you want her to be, and you want to put a baby in that? Well, can we just say, like, 
what makes him qualified to be like a dad? None. <laughs> like, nothing. Nothing. You would look. You got a plastic doll. That is what he's gonna want his child to look like. Plain and simple. Well, he's so, gonna uh, limit how much milk it can yeah. have when it's a baby. He's gonna limit what it can wear and how much it weighs. Like the idea of him bringing a child into the world and then like raising it gives me anxiety. Yeah, like, I'm terrified too. because the way that he treats Shekinah and probably all women in general, it's just terrifying to think that a child could be subjected to that because the child can't help itself. Yeah. Right? The child can't speak up for itself. It can't say, hey, I don't want to listen to you. I don't. The child is going to do whatever the people around it does. And it's scary to me that why first, why does he want a child for a, a man like him who spent seven years stripping and, and the whole time of his life, sleeping with every living person. I've met lots of people who said they don't want kids, and usually they remind me a lot of him. So the yeah. fact that he wants a child is, is mind-boggling to me, too. It doesn't should, fit into his life. Maybe he should Moses don't want children, and he's getting tired of that relationship. So by bringing up children, it's going to make her want to fly back he, home. He, that's, I, I think you're right. He could probably go collect any of the ones that he has out there. I mean, he's got 2,500 of them. Yeah. He's got to have at least 1,500 kids out of there. There's no way. And isn't he, what, how old is he? 43? Oh and I think, yeah. I think she's 40 or 40 years old, maybe. Something like that. Somewhere yeah. around there. I oh, mean, yeah. she has a teenage daughter. And let's not be like judgmental, but that teenage daughter sort of raising herself. Absolutely. Right? So, like, Let's and I like the fact that she said that she didn't really want to have another child because I I love and respect people who make such a selfless decision because but if she's put way too much money into her face into her body into her boobs she doesn't want to ruin that well no 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 I mean and that's you know what I want another one because she's she's very much the the kind that would do what the man wants obviously oh yeah so if it did didn't wreck her perfectly paid for body, then she would probably do it. Mm, that's terrible. I, I, I hate that, but you're probably right. Yeah. Because she lets this man walk up to her and put her on a scale. You're yeah. probably right. If he said he wanted it and she could do it and still look the way that she does afterwards, she would do it. Yeah. I guarantee you, because you're right. She's a, a man pleaser. Yes. And she doesn't like to argue. She lets the man call her I mean, he called her a slut in front of her sister. Yeah. Like, that's, and, in my opinion, that's a drink to the face. Yeah. Period. No questions asked, point blank. That's a drink to the face yeah. by the sister in you, right? Absolutely. It's just. So, like, when he even talked to her sister, like, told her to shut up and, yeah. like, oh, like, no, why would you do that? Okay. And that should have been enough behavior for Shekinah to get back on the plane with her sister, right? But she like, blamed it on her sister. She blamed it on her sister. Right, because when you're in those type of toxic relationships, you always have to find an excuse for the man and you always have to find a place to blame and it can't be on him yep. because he's always gonna be the one that is right. And you, it's like, he's the victim. But she's like, well, she didn't need to come to him the way that she did and she was being really aggressive to him. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. He should have ex yeah. he should have handled the situation in a more respectful way. Like, what if he was to meet her mom or somebody yeah. else? In How does he? This is her sister. This is her blood. What if he was to meet her daughter? Yeah. How is he yeah. gonna react to another woman in her life? This is how he talks to women. So, like, how are you going to bring other people around him? Daughter, I wish a man would disrespect my daughter. Yeah. I, I want them to please do yep please do an open invitation right open invitation for your face very right open. very open see where it gets you yeah so I feel like that, that she could use a surrogate that just brings me to the sorry the preview for next week with kenny and armando talking about the surrogate and i i'm just dumbfounded because i feel like that would actually happen when she starts crying and says, but it's a baby, that's kind of what we were all talking about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It, that would be so freaking hard, but that made me so sad. Like, there, 
if it's not something that's common over there, they're going to have a really hard time finding someone that can just let a baby go. Yeah, because you want to tell the baby for nine months and then just hand that baby, even though you know biologically that baby, well, biologically it would be her baby as well because it'd yeah. be her age, right? Yeah. But like, how could you have a baby and then just be like, here, take take the baby? No way. There's no I, possible. Nope. Uh -uh. I don't know. No amount of money in the world that I'd do it for. I I couldn't I couldn't just hand over a baby, especially a baby I carried with my eggs. No way. Well, <laughs> a lot of women say that they start feeling a bond with the baby within like the first Inst couple of weeks. Instantly. It's and you can feel it, and then because I know a lot of times when women miscarry it's such an emotional experience because a lot of times people are like, oh, well, you never met the baby. She did. Yep. There was an emotional bond right away. And men will never understand it. Or women who've never been pregnant, they won't understand what that's like because women have said, oh no, I felt it. I could feel what, like some women have said they could feel the moment they became pregnant. I knew Like they wake up one day. Long before I got my oh. test. Right, they said, that's what they say. They say they wake up and they just know because yeah, it's your body and if you'll never understand what that's like if you're not a woman if you've never been through it it's like they wake up they don't have to take that they say i feel weird i'm gonna go get a test they already know yeah. so it's like that bond is so is strong and then seeing the baby having it because the process of labor is also very personal yeah between the mother and the child because when the baby is born they take the baby they put it on your chest yeah. and it's skin to skin contact and like it's just, I don't know. That's it, why so many women suffer from postpartum depression. Because once you have that baby, it is so sad to not have that, to not have it. I mean, you still have the baby, but to not have that, that emotional, I can't say emotional, just to not have it inside of you anymore. Well, yeah. is, it's, it's so that physical, physical connection, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, the difference is, is you get to look at the beautiful baby and you get to hold it and love it and hear it and talk to it and all of that stuff. But it's, it's just so different. Once it comes out, it's like yeah. that postpartum depression is very, very real and very, very hard. So if you go through postpartum depression and have to give the baby away, that's a terrifying thing. Yeah. I mean, that's all like, I have a lot of respect for women that do, you know, do that because a lot of women can't have children. Yep. And like, yeah. you're right. High respect for them. Yep. But me personally, I couldn't do it. I couldn't either. Yeah, it's, it's selfless. And, you know, it reminds me of when I was a kid and I had a puppy. And yeah. then I remember I got the puppy and then like, I couldn't imagine anybody taking my puppy. And I know that's stupid, but I'm a man. I'm never gonna understand what it's like for a woman. You know, I'll never get it. Men will never, we can try to act like we know. We don't know, we know yeah. shit. Like, but the closest <laughs> for me is like, I remember holding that little tiny baby chihuahua and I was just like, oh my God, this is the most cutest thing I've ever seen. If somebody was to say, okay, now give it to me. I'm giving it to these people now. I would yeah. flip out, right? That's basically what that's like. It's horrible. I just couldn't do it. So I'm excited to see what happens with Kenny and Armando next Yeah. I want to know if they're in Mexico City and what's going on with the baby. I know they were just on a cruise. Yeah. She looked really fun, but it probably wouldn't have been time for the baby to be born yet. So if the baby was in the process, this would probably be their last little trip yeah. before yeah. the baby. So good for them, fingers crossed, if that's what's going on. Because yeah. I saw them on the cruise and I was like, oh, this would be really nice. The last little thing they can do before the, you know, the baby and the, the chaos that the baby is going to bring. Because I don't think they're ready. I don't think they're ready. For the chaos because when hannah was a baby kenny wasn't in the picture yet yeah so they didn't do it together they did it individually but not together so i feel like it's going to be an adjustment for them because they've never raised like an actual baby together so yeah. i think it's going to be different yep all right so um i think we covered it all right we covered it all so we're gonna wrap this one up tomorrow oh the last resort finale air tonight which i need to watch still i didn't watch it yet so we're going to talk about the last resort tonight tomorrow night um and i i don't know if you guys saw but kim and riley and tyree jamal and tyree and liz 
We're all out on the town in San Diego. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what this means. Okay. I don't know what this means. So yeah, we're gonna find out really soon. So did y'all see what's on social media about Ed being accused of sexual assault? I did. No, not that. Send it to me, please, because we yeah, need to talk about that tomorrow yeah. night. Well, I'll send it to you. Yeah, send it to me because that definitely we need to talk about that tomorrow night when we're talking about the last resort. Yeah. Okay, guys. So we're gonna wrap this up. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, make sure you're following both of my co-hosts, Cara and Didi. They're tagged in this video. Um, join us tomorrow night where we're talking about the finale of the last resort. And follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, GeorgeMossy.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, type in the George Mossy Show. Thank you for joining us tonight. We'll see you all tomorrow night. See you tomorrow. Good night. Bye.